Warning. The following podcast contains two morons talking about sophisticated subject matter, like ninus and hoo-hahs. Also, a few whoopsie-daisies and at least one house or ante. If you don't have a strong stomach, you know where the door is. Right. On with the shenanigans, then. The podcast which you are about to hear is an account of the tragedy which befell two washed-up losers. In particular, Court Psyops and his immature co-host, Matt. It was all the more tragic in that they were uncultured morons. But had they lived very, very full lives, they could not have expected nor would they have wished to see as much of the mad and macabre as they were to see each week. For them, an idiotic podcast show became a nightmare. The events of each week were to lead to the discovery of one of the most bizarre crimes in the annals of American history, Cinema Psyops with Court and Matt. What is Psyops? Psyops for psychological operations is very simply the art of influencing how people feel and think and ultimately how they behave and what they do. You don't have to defeat the enemy on the battlefield. It's better if you can convince the enemy to do what you want him to do without having to fight him. And that's really the intent behind Psyops, to convince people to do what you want them to do. So how does PSYOPs fit into what's happening now? The two points I'd like to make with you and the audience is that, first and foremost, PSYOPs save lives. The second thing I'd like to say, a lot of people have misconception about PSYOPs. They think it's something deviant and brainwashing. say you don't know exactly what's going on right now, but we do know that there are some psyops going on, right? Ma'am, I don't know. Cinema psyops. And I believe with all of my heart that it is a contributing factor to our juvenile delinquency of today. Why I believe that is because I know how it feels. I know what it does to you. Cinema psyops. They think it's something devious and brainwashing. to the 292nd consecutive week of Cinema PsyOps. I'm your host, Court, the guy who actually is excited to talk about Cruel Jaws this week, but my co-host, who is three-fourths of the way through March Matei, is Matt. I mean, I saw this movie before. Just, I, it just was like, oh, I, I just watched the same movie. Uh, quite literally, because there is footage lifted right out of Jaws. There's footage lifted out of uh, an Anzalo Castellari uh, Jaws knockoff called The Last Shark. And then it steals from another Jaws knockoff Italian-made movie for other special effects with the shark. I don't think Matei shot a single fucking thing with an actual shark, is what I'm getting at. I think Jesus all of Christ. that is stock footage or stolen footage from and, other films. And then threw some Star Wars music in there. <laughs> yes, John Williams' score was heavily, uh, let's just say, Richard Banded. Yeah, yeah. Fans yeah, of was... Reanimator will get what I'm talking about there. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think he had done that once before in one of the Cannibal movies. In the Cannibal movie we watched. Yes, this is the most fucking Matei that has ever yeah. Mateed so far. The, yeah, the, the most Matei one was the Cannibal movie, because when I watched Cannibal Holocaust, I'm like... 
I fucking see this movie before, but this is even worse. Yeah, because you know, this is, remember when I told you that uh, watching Cannibal Holocaust first, it yeah. makes the Matei knockoff of Cannibal Holocaust that much more offensive? Yes. Like, and, and like yeah. to your palate, you're just like, this is shit. Well, but then, this is the but, same thing after I've already seen Jaws, and then I've seen other Jaws knockoffs that are actually not too bad. And then they steal the footage from these other films, just reminding you how much better those other films are when you realize that's the footage. Well, and one of my problems with it is... Doing it with Cannibal Holocaust when we did it before Cannibal Holocaust. When I watched Cannibal Holocaust, it kind of took all the zing out of it. I was just like, all right. I mean, I mean, it's better than the other one, but it kind of sucks that I already know it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. If you see Matei films first and then you see the film that he is knocking off, it will absolutely 100% ruin that film for you because it is almost verbatim. It is so familiar. And I think he banked on that. This was yeah. a direct to video release, Cruel Jaws was. And it's like, like a direct-to-video release in Europe. Uh, there was a time where Shout Factory, I think at first, was trying to get this released, and they couldn't because of all the copyright infringement strikes against it. I have no idea how, but somehow Severn Films found a way around that and made it happen. That's, That's where we I, got this copy that we watched. I'd have to say, the, the people who made Jaws should be pretty fucking pissed. <laughs> Oh, they were. This was at one point in time sold as Jaws 5, Cruel Jaws. Really? In the European market on video, yes. Jesus. <laughs> hey, dude, Italian cinema has a lot of fuckery about. Yeah, right? yeah, I've noticed that. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I love the most about it is the blatant go fuck yourself yeah, attitude towards the audience and fellow filmmakers that Italian cinema has. Yeah, exactly. It's just who gives a flying fuck, apparently, about anybody else. <laughs> Yeah, this is uh, this this is the most fucking Matei of this year so far. Um, yeah, yeah, we're we're three fourths of the way there, and as much as you want to bitch and gripe about it, there was still plenty of stuff to enjoy in this movie. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> I laughed my ass off the whole way through it. I actually watched this twice, well, two and a half times. I watched it once on Sunday, then I watched it partway through again immediately after that. And then I finished it while I was working just in the background. And then I realized I missed too much of what I was trying to watch again was the try and keeping track of all the stolen footage, which I yeah. wasn't able to do. And then I wrapped that up by finishing it by watching the last maybe about 50 minutes, like a couple hours before we recorded tonight <laughs> Jesus! So, but the funny thing is the more i watch this the more i enjoy it and i'm laughing at how fucking terrible this actually is way i mean yeah i, I did laugh my balls off throughout the entire movie so i mean at least you got that right i didn't say it was good i said it was fun and enjoyable yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there you go let's uh stop beating around the bush let's make this a shorter episode because the film really doesn't have a lot to talk about it really isn't a lot we got six clips and then it's just blowing through it yeah <laughs> well there's that and also i just don't really want to spend a hell of a lot of time on it i think we're probably gonna have to pad the episode with news stories or something we'll have to fucking see but we're gonna take the break now we're gonna play the legion patreon ad we'll have a little bit of music that makes you think i gave a fuck about trying to record this episode when i probably didn't and uh, <laughs> when we come back we'll have the trailer for cruel jaws this will keep it quiet oh hi there i didn't see you you call me cutting a new show i'm bo ransdell and i'm one of the many creators you can find on legion podcasts i said quiet my fellow podcasters and I work hard to bring you the best in horror podcasting, but that comes at a cost. What's that like to live deliciously? 
not that, but also yes. No, what I'm getting at is that there are server costs, costs for good microphones and software for editing, all the things that make our shows, you know, fun to listen to. And you can help. If you're enjoying the shows on legionpodcasts.com or in the Legion Network available on iTunes and Stitcher, just about anywhere you can download a podcast, really, you can help us out and get a little something for your trouble at patreon.com forward slash Legion Podcasts. For just two bucks a month, you get a pair of movie commentaries exclusive to Patreon, and for $5, you can also join us for a monthly screening of a movie. All of that available on patreon.com forward slash Legion Podcasts. We appreciate it, and thank you for listening. Now, back to the cutting room. like Joel McHale. What the fuck? Where did that come from? I don't know. I just wanted to fucking hate on that smug-faced motherfucker. Here's the fucking trailer. Talk rubbish, boy. This is not the place nor the time. Pointless as that was, they're not even saying the name of the film and really just mostly being uh, music and sound effects. It was twice as much music and sound effects. It was twice as long as what that was. 
just played for you. Really? Yeah. And it was just as fucking useless. And basically was just a highlight reel of all the great stuff with the title popping up. Because, you know, they didn't say, Cruel Jaws, like 50 times. Yeah. Cruel Jaws. Cruel Jaws. Cruel Jaws. By the way, Joel McHale has a punchable face. Well, I mean, what happened with you and Joel McHale? I don't know. I just have always felt that way about him. I've just always disliked him. He just played roles where you're supposed to, so it worked. Okay. All right. Cool. I mean, it just it kind of came out of nowhere. Like, you've never mentioned it before. <laughs> Did you just see something with Joel McHale in it? I don't know. This movie, if it had a face, it would be Joel McHale's face, and I want to punch the movie in the face. How about that? Uh, fucking damn. All right. Let's break into it then, because fuck everyone. <laughs> so... Uh, we get into the first 20 minutes of Cruel Jaws. Two guys are looking for a lost military sh- ship. They want all the equipment. They're going to sell it. So they dive in the ocean for it. Uh, well, this big shark finds them. He kind of traps them in this underwater cave. Well, the guy on top of the boat tries to radio them, telling them that they only have three minutes of air left. So they try. They think they can escape. They don't see the shark, and they fly out of the. They swim out of the uh, the the cave, and then there's the shark, and they get eaten. Just then, all of a sudden, the boat guy gets attacked, and the boat gets attacked, and we go into a title sequence. Yeah, the film so. just blatantly opens with them mid conversation. It doesn't even yeah. like have you like sort of hearing it from further away, muted. Like what would make sense that you're coming upon the boat and you just come into the conversation that way. No, it's just like hard cut from black to the guys talking mid-conversation. Yeah. Then all that shit happens. Then the title of the film. Well, alright, so we cut to this couple driving, and the ladies complaining that last time they had a vacation. He had her chasing a killer whale, and the dude says this time it's gonna be all dancing and fun, and she's really happy about it, so alright, everyone's happy. Aren't you happy? Um, Do you get the sensation that Bruno Mattei was shooting a teen sex comedy film that takes place in a water park and they somehow using the footage of other shark films shoehorned in this story of them also hunting a shark i i sort of got that yeah how does this yeah. motherfucker do this to us every fucking time i guarantee you there is some kind of a teen sex comedy yeah. where the teens work at a water a park water park with all yeah. these same people in it that that he made it's it's out there somewhere it exists because it's the exact same fucking movie it's gotta because yeah i mean that's what i felt so um so then they go to yeah a sea world type park uh, so you know all the animals are being treated fairly. And um, they uh, see a little girl named Susie, and she knows them. Apparently this is the guy's little sister, and she's playing with a dolphin in the water. Um, let me just say this. Susie uh, is annoying as shit. Okay, so Susie gets out, and we see that she's in a wheelchair. Which is really guess- what annoyed the fuck out of Matt, because he does not like the paralyzed folk. I guess now I'm the asshole then. So... <laughs> Which you are. You are. That's exactly yeah. what that movie did to you. They're like, yeah, in my notes, I go, wow, this little girl is really fucking annoyed. And then she gets out of the wheelchair and go, oh, well, I guess I'm the asshole then. <laughs> yeah, the film did that to you on purpose. Bruno Mattei is giving you the middle <laughs> finger right there where he's like, yeah. you're going to hate this cute little girl. Well, look what happened now, asshole. Yeah, yeah. Like, you uh, fucking prick, Matei. Why do you do this to us all the time? Because he's a prick. He's an <laughs> asshole. His films are more or less a fucking threat to finish them. That's yeah. exactly what he is. like, I fucking dare you. Keep going. I, I dare you to keep watching, you piece of shit. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck, Matei. Why? <laughs> well, anyway, the girlfriend and the little girl go off to see some other dolphins. And Billy, who's the guy, he talks with his dad. And that is our first clip. It's good to have you back here with us, Billy. It was terrible. When we heard about the accident, we just couldn't believe it. 
It's a terrible thing, all right. Split second, I lost everything. I lost my wife, my will to live. Most of all, Susie smiled. She'll never be able to walk again. Fortunately, she's a strong kid, and here at the aquarium, she's found some reason to live. Every time she feels like a normal kid when she's out there in the water. Cookie and Daisy, only listen to her. And Poppy, he's got a crush on her. <laughs> so how are things here, Dag? Well, the overheads are high. Shows a few. But the season's good, and Bob wins the regatta. We should have come out on top. I, I should have a fighting chance this year. I've been training all winter. Hi, Dag. Hi, Francis. What can I do for you? I'm sorry, this isn't a social call. I have an order to evict from Samuel Lewis. We've got to be out of here in 30 days. I'm really sorry. Yeah, well, you've always been a good friend, Sheriff. Besides, 30 days is a long time. A lot of things can happen. Sure, all we have to do is give him an advance rent for the next 15 years. That fat, money-grubbing bastard. I'd like to rip his balls off. Well, that ain't. Don't listen to him. He's young. He's hot-headed. That's all. Hey, Billy. How you doing, Sheriff? Good. How's your research going? <laughs> Pretty good. This winter, I'm sailing on the Cuddy Shark. <laughs> the Cuddy Shark. That's right. That floating madhouse for fish freaks. Scientific research. 18 months at sea. Every single character is unlikable, except for Minnie Hulk Hogan, who apparently runs the sea I was just about to park. say, the, the dad from now on in all my notes is Hulk Hogan. Yeah, he's Mini Hulk, Hulk, Hulk Hogan. Dollar yeah. Store Hulk Hogan. Wish.com Hulk Hogan. All the types <laughs> of Hulk Hogan's are in this. Yeah, this dude is like, he, at one point in time, I was expecting him to start pointing his finger at someone and call him brother. Yeah. Like, I'm just yeah. waiting for it to happen. Well, well, let me tell you something, Mean Gene. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't happen, but this is where all the enjoyment comes from is Mini Hulk Hogan, which is what I dubbed him and kept him as. Yes. I mean, and why not? It's good stuff. So, well, if he's like, he's like if Hulk Hogan stopped lifting and lost all of his muscle mass, this is what he would look like as this dude. Yeah, and got shorter because Hogan's like 6'6". Six, six. Again, mini. Everything shrunk down. It's like if Hulk Hogan had his own mini me. It's this guy. Which is why I call him mini Hulk Hogan. There you go. Um, some uh, We see some kids are fooling around on the beach having fun and this couple go running off and they find one of the divers chewed up bodies. Pretty um, good rod effect. Looked pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the group is checking it out in like uh you know, in the uh, uh the coroner's office, and they make the determination that he was eaten by a tiger shark. Uh, we cut to um, was that the sequence where they all took the time rubbing their nose with the smelling yes, stuff? The smelling stuff. Yeah. This sequence went on for a really long time, and they really wanted to show you the mechanics of the blintholate or whatever it is they put under their nose so they don't smell the corpse. And then they do the part where they where they open the bag and look inside in the corner says Jesus and slams it shut in Jaws, which was famously parodied on uh, parodied on SNL. Oh, it's yeah. just tuna fish. <laughs> yeah. You know, like it just it just uh it's frustrating. I just wanted to comment on it and that's it. I'm done. <laughs> Uh, we, we cut to a city admin arguing against uh, the sheriff. He's stating that it probably wasn't a shark. The guy just probably got hit by a propeller or some shit like that. And then if we can't t say it's a shark, it's bad for business because you'll close down all the vacationing tourism. And oh my God, I'm watching fucking Jaws again. So, um, hey, they can't close the regatta, not the beaches, 
but the regatta. The regatta. Got to keep that regatta open. <laughs> this town really needs that regatta. Yeah. Then we cut to what I think is another one was going to be a summertime tea comedy of a bunch of dudes checking out some babes and talking about them. And you're like, uh, yeah, I don't know. Is this a movie within a movie here? Or what are we doing? It feels like a fucking outtake from the movie Side Out with C. Thomas Howell. Yeah, right? Or what was that one movie with um, fucking John Cusack? Uh, and they were fucking- One Crazy Summer. Race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's One Crazy Summer. Yeah, it's uh, it's like One Crazy Summer, only shot less Savage Steve Holland style. Yeah. <laughs> More shot like through soup or some shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's just fucking terrible, but it's so funny, but not intentionally. Yeah. Uh, we see a young woman named Gloria. She's uh, making out with Bob, one of uh, Minnie Hulk Hogan's sons. She's talking about how she wants to see Susie, but unfortunately right now there's some bad feels between the dads. You know, one dad's trying to kick the other dad out of his fucking park. Um, Little the, Romeo uh, and Juliet mixed in with your Jaws knockoff here. Yeah. And then the girls give the guys some of the, the shit they call dick brain. They keep calling guys dick brain. Again, this is part of the, the One Crazy Summer fucking spoof, but apparently it just never pans the fuck out. One Crazy Summer is a spoof. This is the inverse of that, which makes <laughs> makes it that much less enjoyable. Okay, so um, then the shit son of the shit dude who's trying to kick everyone out, uh, he they all talk in our next clip. Am I disturbing you dead? No, it's all right. Come on in. What did Billy and Francis want last night? Ah, those crazy bastards. They got it in their heads as a shark around here. They want Godfrey to close the beaches and me to call off the regatta. And they want to make the news public. The result would be massive cancellations. If you ask me, Dag Sorenstein's behind us. He wants to get back at you because you sent him that eviction notice. No, no. No, he's got too much to lose. You know that Gloria has got a crush on Bob? He hangs around like a bad smell. Why, that dirty little bastard. I'll tear his fucking balls off. I don't think that'll be necessary. I've got a better idea. Oh, fucking Ugh. hell. Yeah. All right, so... Um, we see a couple swimming, and uh, the guy really doesn't want to swim. He just wants to, you know... Uh, get his dip wet and uh, and not just in the ocean yeah right exactly and they go swimming anyway and the shark shows up attacks the lady killing her uh, i believe some of this was the underneath swimming in the water footage that they snagged that out of jaws but they fucked around with it just enough to cover it so it wasn't a hundred percent identifiable as such but it was clearly like the first girl who's swimming nude when they come up underneath her <laughs> Just a wider yeah. shot, they blew up a little bit, I think. And then yeah. some of the shark footage, I believe, was the... Not the Castellari Lil Ass shark, but another one of those. I love how it's supposed to be a fucking tiger shark, but all of the underwater footage of the shark puppeteering stuff, that's all <laughs> fucking great white. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's not it a tiger shark at all. It's a great white because <laughs> they stole it all from fucking Jaws. And Well, they stole everything from Jaws and Jaws knockoffs, which is just yeah. stolen from Jaws. <laughs> 
Uh, so they cut to the little girl and uh, Billy's girlfriend. They're feeding dolphins, and um, uh, Dime Store Hulk Hogan shows up, and uh, he kind of breaks every uh, everything up and uh, waves to the dolphin. It, it's almost a worthless scene. I don't get why we're doing this to ourselves. No one can tell me why we're doing this to ourselves. Everyone's just making make believe like this should be normal, and it's not. What the fuck are we doing to ourselves? <laughs> it's not that bad. It's just a different movie altogether that has nothing to do with running away from sharks it's just this heartwarming set this in a fucking (laughs) aquarium which is basically a for-profit prison for fish yeah yeah i mean listen this is fucking shamu is pissed um so (laughs) it's i'm not saying it's not lame i'm just saying it's not any worse than free willy yeah yeah okay well that's true uh you, you got me there you uh you got me there so uh then a couple go out in the um uh this couple goes out and the uh one of the guys uh Hogan's son who's making out with the girl who's the daughter of the asshole. Um, yeah, Romeo and Juliet of the shark movie. Yeah, yeah. They show up and all of a sudden uh we got we got some problems cuz then her brother shows up and they are going to beat the fuck out of him. Uh and they actually do. They they kind of beat the shit out of him. But there's really no other explanation other than they kind of explain what happened as far as what's going on with the daughter, you know, that's the the little sister of this guy who's getting this shit kicked out of him. They kind of explain it later. Yeah. What happened to her. But like they kind of hint that it may be the fault of the guy who's trying to fuck over their aquarium and take over their for-profit prison for fish. Yeah. Um, (laughs) I'm not like an animal rights activist or anything. I just think it's funny to call aquariums for-profit prisons for fish. Those places like the Sea Worlds, they they are fucking horrendous. The the one that make them like, you know, uh, perform. It's fucking horrendous. (laughs) I don't doubt that. So calling them for-profit prisons for fish is not so bad then, I guess. (laughs) So... Still better to talk about that horrific shit than this movie. <laughs> exactly, right? Still better to feel bad about that. The bad dudes <laughs> then try to poison uh, the dolphin, but uh, the dolphin won't take any of the poison that they're trying to offer it, and then they get run off by uh, Dime Store Hogan and friends. So... That's pretty fucked up, even though this is a for-profit prison for fish. Yeah. Trying to just murder a dolphin just to make them just close that much faster. Yeah. yeah. That's just shitty. You're a horrible and also, person. And also, some guy who your sister really likes and you're just beating the living fuck out of him for not doing anything wrong that that's also probably not cool and that ends the first 20 minutes <laughs> you know what let's just move on we've had everything we've had to say while this is happening yeah. fuck this movie let's go fuck it let's get through it next 20 minutes sheriff comes in um uh uh sheriff comes in talking to the dude whose lady was eaten by the uh t- shark trying to say hey i'm sorry about that then the sheriff finds billy they talk and that's our next clip looks like we had another shark attack last night where at old beach a woman a certain katie adams i sent a couple of my men down to check it out well if the territorial theory is correct and what i assume is true there's gonna be a lot of trouble down there francis billy what do we know about sharks well, we know that they're a sort of locomotive with a, with a mouth full of butcher's knives. And all they really know how to do is, is swim, eat, and make baby sharks. And that's all. So if we were to have the regatta, it would be like saying, help yourself, chow's on. And there are only two ways to get rid of them. Kill them or starve them. 
If you're a drinking man, every time someone says something about the regatta on whether or not they should have the regatta, you, I, you do a fuck. shot, you might enjoy this movie a hell of a lot more. Listen, my liver's pretty tough, but I, I don't know all about that. So asshole guy visits Hogan. He wants to park and says he'll give Hogan some some cash for it. Hogan threatens him, and the little girl pleads with the asshole. Um, and then uh, yeah, he then the asshole while walking away gets pushed into the water by a seal. So or a dolphin, it was something something pushed him in the water. Some cute. I think it was a seal. Yeah, it was one of the seals because this is a motif that they, not motif, yeah. but this is something that they bring back. The sheriff argues with the mayor uh, and money begs asshole and the asshole wins. They're still going to have all their fucking vacation and stuff. So, you know, fuck people. <laughs> yes, for, we've seen know. Jaws. They're not going to close the regatta yeah, beaches. Yeah, 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 of course not. Sheriff visits Billy and they put up shark nets. And because he, you know, the, he needs help with this, Billy agrees, and this pisses off Billy's girlfriend, who she leaves. Um, Hogan starts trying to explain uh, fucking sharks to his daughter, and that was fucking as useless as you could probably imagine it. Uh, Billy's girlfriend and her friend, well, they go out, and they they head up to whatever local club is there. Um, and we then we cut, we see Asshole's daughter and Hogan's son. They're hooking up right now. Well, anyway, the Billy's girlfriend and her friend, they go out, they meet up with the fucking uh, asshole and shit like that. And they go fucking, their asshole son, and they go fucking swimming. She's pretty much cheating on Billy. And they narrowly miss getting attacked by the shark. Billy is uh, going around looking for his girlfriend, trying to find her. Uh, the mayor holds a press conference, and that is our next clip. I wanted to personally reassure everyone myself and let you know that we have the interest of the city at heart. And now Sheriff Berger here will illustrate all of the precautions that we have taken to protect the regatta zone. As you can see, we've completely protected this area of the coastline with a special shark net that goes from here to here. Special observation posts have been set up at strategic locations, and armed men are on board boats anchored just on the other side of the net, placed here, here, and here. So the entire area where the regatta is going to be is completely protected, 100%. Ladies and gentlemen, absolutely nothing will happen. You have my word on that. All right, so when they show the footage of them constructing the uh, shark netting, they're actually showing someone's footage of a cage being constructed underwater for a shark cage for a man to go into the cage. Yeah. And trying to pass that off as a shark net, although later on we see actual netting that's so supposed to be a, a shark net. <laughs> I yeah. Just, I just wanted to point that out, that like they're really trying to pull a fast one on you and make you think that you're seeing a shark cage being constructed that is actually what a shark net would be when it's clearly a cage I being mean, built. None of it makes any sense. I don't think it's supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that the shark eating through the net that we see later on is from the last shark. I may have to get that just so we can verify. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> I think I've developed a thing for Italian knockoff movies that steal directly from Jaws now. I, th I think you, I think you really have. Uh, so <laughs> I'm interested because I've got a bunch of tidbits from all the shit that Matei stole. <laughs> um, 
So then, uh, crews are looking for the shark, uh, asshole family, uh, we see this asshole family show up, and they're, like, asking the sheriff if they can, where's the shark at that's killing people, and he's like, well, you know, you can't really find it, he goes, ah, fuck you, and they walk away, and it's like, good lord, I want that family to die, um, cause all they want to see is this fucking shark. And um, also, we... the guy had an Australian accent, he could have seen sharks eat people at home. Yeah, I mean... And Isn't way more like interesting, yeah. And way more interesting fucking creatures eating people in Australia. Yeah, <laughs> all um, sorts of then, stuff that wants to kill you down there. And then we see the crew actually kills a shark, and that ends the twenty minutes. Okay, so it's all Jaws with a little bit of Save the Rec Center cloaked in a for-profit fish prison <laughs> aquarium, yeah. run by Minnie Hulk Hogan and his Romeo son, and her his Romeo son's Juliet girlfriend shows up on occasion because she likes the pores. The brother hates the pores wants them destroyed. They want to be able to buy the for-profit fish prison and make more money out of it than what this family can. So he's doing everything he can to sabotage the saving of the rec center slash for-profit fish prison. That's yeah. the summing of my feelings on this film and, so and far. These are, these are all correct things. Yes. <laughs> it is a mishmash of a bunch of just fucking genres thrown together in a haphazard way and seeing what sticks as a movie in your brain. <laughs> <laughs> and it just kind of hits the ground running and it really doesn't make sense. It's just a bunch of stuff thrown at you, hoping that you'll mistake it for a story. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So uh, the next 20 minutes, we're checking out the shark and the mayor and the rich asshole. They want pictures with it because this is definitely the shark that was killing people. No way that this could ever go fucking wrong, even a little bit. Jaws. Jaws. <laughs> um, Billy is not convinced because he doesn't think the mouth is big enough for the being the tiger shark. Um, uh, but uh, some of the people, they uh, 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 see here, um, some of them, they, they uh, brag uh, about the dead shark bringing it in um then we see ramon's boat the guy who was helping those people uh fucking uh, uh try to look for the wreck the shipwreck it comes floating in and they go look for it and nothing's on there but they find a lot of blood and so now people are starting to wonder what the fuck's going on um we see the next day now there's a sailing race so this is it's fucking it's like a boogie board race i don't i don't even know uh but yeah windsurfing i think that's what they called those yeah, they were windsurfing wind yeah so it's yeah. like windsurfing race so this is the regatta that they've been bragging about as a bunch this of is... fuckheads on windsurfing boards racing it, each other so if this was in a replay of jaws this would be the uh titular part where they save the rec center by winning this this race yeah, if this were like, this is the one crazy summer regatta race, yeah. only they can't afford anything more than a bunch of windsurfing boards. Exactly. Which I think all these people were windsurfing racing anyway. They just did insert shots of their yeah. two main characters on in, on uh, windsurfing boards later to, to make it make sense. Or maybe they just stole the footage of people windsurf racing. Well, they uh, we see the girlfriend's looking for Billy after cheating on him because now she's concerned because she hasn't heard from him because things didn't go her way once. The asshole dudes are all kind of getting pissed off uh, because asshole's daughter is kissing on Hogan's son. So 
right. they're all fucking they're, you know ticked off. That's a, that's also a common thing that keeps happening that they're just forcing in. We've got like sixteen different stories here. Right. The the super like upper middle class people are super pissed about fish prison monger dude there's like poorness getting all up on his sister when he's got a Luke Skywalker thing for her, if you know what I'm saying. And I think Yeah, you do. probably. Yeah. He, he definitely has a Luke Skywalker thing for her because that's that's just there's no other way to explain it. Um so then uh the asshole and the mayor uh, uh, they're like, hey, you know what? Even if we didn't get the shark, there's no way a shark's getting past the nets that we have set up. Uh, well, then during the race, well, the shark gets through the nets and he starts killing numerous amount of people, including uh, he hits the do- the shark hits the docks. Vanessa, that's Billy's girlfriend, she falls in when he's trying to get her out. She is eaten and killed, and that ends that twenty minutes. So the twenty minutes ends on a bloodbath. Okay, that bloodbath was, I have to admit, masterfully assembled from stolen footage created with new footage of some of the people that he needed to be in the shot, interacting with docks falling and stuff like that, all cut together rather fucking well. They, I will say they clearly had I, no real shark for any of that. That was all stolen yeah. footage, and they made it was believed. Believable enough to where I'm like, you know what? For a cheap piece of shit Italian knockoff, this is pretty cool. This yeah, was well I was, done. I was a okay with this scene. This was at least fun. You got some payoff. You got some death. You know, people you know got fucked over. So you know, it's always fun to watch that. Yeah, and the you think the little girl in the wheelchair is about to die, so you're like all excited yeah. that the annoying little girl's gonna die, and then she gets saved, and they sacrifice the lady that happens to be dressed like the person who died in the other footage, so that it cuts together better. You're excited about that, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> you know that's too good. All right, we'll go yeah. on to the next twenty minutes. All right. So we're at the hospital, and Susie asks about Vanessa, and Dad lies to her and says, "Oh yeah, she's she's fine. She's totally not half being digested right now. Of course, so <laughs> everything's okay. I don't know what you're talking about." Um, then the group corners asshole, and that is our next clip. Hey, I'm sorry, well, I couldn't. I, you know I, what you got to do now, don't you, Sam? What? You're gonna have to offer a reward of a hundred thousand dollars to whoever brings in the head of that shark. I don't have the authority. I mean, not not without without what? Without what? You fat fuck! Vanessa's dead because of you. Everyone knows you're the one who opposed the regatta from being postponed. Samuel Lewis, the big boss of Shark City. Is that what you want the newspapers and TV to call you? Hey, I always acted in the interests of the town. In the best interest of yourself, you mean? Offers. Offer the reward. Do it for Vanessa and all the kids who lost their lives today. You know, Ronnie risked being killed by that shark today, too. Killing this shark isn't going to be easy. He's a treacherous mother. It's not like fishing for sardines. We're dealing with a man-eater here. If he gets his teeth into you and clams down with his jaws, you've had it. Oh, come on. All you got to do is put a bullet in its head and it's fucked. Right? The tiger shark we're looking for is a homicidal maniac. When it attacks here, here, in the middle of your belly and your guts are out, the trouble is, you're still alive when he starts eating you. Now that you know, you should have more respect for him. Billy, you're the expert. Take over. The weak points of the tiger shark are here at the base of the head and underneath the dorsal fin. You must be precise. Only aim at these areas. 
And don't kid yourselves, because if this thing gets any idea whatsoever that you're in its presence, he's not going to leave you alone. So you have two choices. One, you can get the hell out of there. Or two, you can try to kill him. Because if you don't, he's going to kill you. Are there any questions? If it was your decision to go ahead with the regatta, then our friends in New York are not going to be very happy. All right. So a mistake was made, but I took all the necessary precautions. Now the press is sticking their nose in our town business. We don't allow for mistakes, Sam. You know that. Well, what do you want me to do? Jump in and kill a damn thing myself? Offer the reward for it? What else could I do? Just one thing. We've invested a lot of money in real estate in this town. So you better make sure that shark is eliminated immediately. Is that clear? And not in a week's time. Now. In the past, I've solved more difficult problems than this for you. I'll solve this one, too. You better. For your own good. When the fuck did the mafia show up in this film, or is this just another fucking twist that they decided to throw in more plotline for no fucking reason? It must have been that. It's the first time you ever see mafia in this film. Yeah, so the mayor of the fucking town who wants to run out the fish no, prison... No, just a rich asshole. He's oh, not even the mayor. Okay, so this rich asshole guy who wants to... I'm sorry, I, I'm confusing the guy who refuses to close the regatta with the guy who refuses to close the beaches in the film it clearly is stealing from. I yes. apologize, everyone, for my confusion. How dare you? Right, so... So the rich asshole who kept the regatta running is all mobbed up and he's helping the mob invest in this town. And now the mob is going to put a hit out on the fucking shark. Did I just hear that right? Yeah. Congrats. You're you're all up on there. This film is so ridiculously dumb. It goes back around to being brilliant again. Like if he meant for this to be this bad, he's a genius, but I know he didn't. The asshole's son and friends, they're going to go out hunting and try to find the shark themselves. Um, Hogan, Billy, and some other folks, they're also going to go out and try to find the shark. And we hear some Star Wars. This is when we first hear the Star Wars theme. Yeah, so, they just cut out the da 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 yeah. da and then just yeah. go from the big build up to the da da da. It was like half Superman John Williams score ripoff, half Star Wars John Williams yeah. score ripoff. Oh yeah, yeah. It was uh, it was uh, it was something all right. Uh- <laughs> it was Richard Banding, as I would like to call it, hinting once yeah. again at Reanimator. <laughs> So, um, uh, Hogan and his boys, uh, they, they, we have some laughs on the boat where, you know, Hogan's just fucking cutting loose with his sons. And I'm like, well, you guys aren't really taking this whole shark hunting thing real seriously, are you? I think they're trying to mimic the part in Jaws where they're having fun on the boat in the nighttime when they're still looking for it and they're chumming the waters and then it finally shows up and ruins it. Is this, is this before we need a bigger boat? Uh, yeah, because they they chum the next day yeah. and that's when he pops up and that's when he says it. Yeah. But that's also before we learn that we also need a bigger helicopter. Oh, motherfucker, why'd you ruin it? <laughs> It's coming up. Don't don't fucking ruin it. <laughs> All that's I just said the fucking line, man. That's like <laughs> it's on the IMDB page for fuck's sake. Is it? Oh my yeah. god. This is fucking great. All right. So um 
the asshole's son and his friends, they find the shark, and they, oh, they suck pretty bad at killing it. They can't really, they're trying to shoot at it, keep missing. With a shotgun, suck. so unless there's yeah. slugs in that thing, that's dumb. Well, asshole Jr. gets knocked into the water and then eaten. Well, one of his friends, they want to do something about it. They're all freaking out. So one of the girls, she grabs, for some reason, fucking gas, and as she's running, she's dumping it all over herself. Somebody grabs a flare to shoot it off, shoots it off, and it blows up the fucking boat. That's the dumbest people I've ever seen, and God, no one's gonna miss them. Yeah, Jesus fucking Christ, I'm just glad they got exploded. Me too, me too. Uh, Hogan, uh, Hogan's boat actually breaks down, but his sons, uh, has to go into the water and they have to clear something to fix it. They do, and they have a close call with the shark. You know, the shark's down there, but they, it doesn't get them. Um, the, uh, cops tell everyone it's time to come in. You can't be on the water. Come in. So he brings them all in. Um, but the sheriff decides he's hitting the skies in one of the helicopters. Well, um, the sheriff, uh, he finds a shark and, a shark and starts dropping meat to try to get him to surface and that's when he goes he sees the shark and he says we're gonna need a bigger helicopter and you're like are you fucking kidding me wow you really just are robbing blind did you notice that that uh, voiceover was actually dubbed in even later oh really yeah like uh, oh yeah yeah it's it's even louder than the actual blades of the helicopter whirling sound that gets that's right and it's like he's like okay take it down take it down take it down and then when he finally sees it he's like jeez it must be like an eight footer and then the next line is i think we're gonna need a bigger helicopter it's exactly yeah, yeah. how it sounded. Yeah, no, you're right. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was so fucking cornball. And the thing where they're, like, hanging the the meat from the helicopter, the meat that actually was hung by their helicopter over the water, and then the meat that the kids used on the boat, I'm pretty sure was the same slab of meat they just reused for both shots. That's fucking gross, but okay. Well, it's just going in the water. It's not like anybody's going to That's gonna, true. You know? I mean, both yeah. times. Um, I don't know. And then did you notice that when they actually have a shark interacting with the meat trying to get the shark to surface, it's a completely different chunk of meat tied to a rope instead of just a hook with a wire and then some wire. And then the shark is playing with it. It's completely fucking different. It doesn't even match up. The meat looks different. It's different film grain, all of that kind of stuff. It's so obviously stolen footage from somewhere else. But then like the shark gets a hold of it and pulls on it and then they make the helicopter look like it's dipping and stuff. They actually cut it together passably okay like like when ed wood would do the same thing and kind of make it work yeah (laughs) you know but it's just so fucking cornball that i'm still laughing my ass off at the idea that they're trying to get a shark to surface by dangling meat out of a helicopter that's like the dumbest thing i've ever seen dude pretty much yeah yeah, this none of this is smart. Um, <laughs> and I want to well, see anyway, the original movie, the footage of the shark surfacing for the meat came from, because that looks dumb as well. Shark fucks around uh, and actually knocks the helicopter, so the sheriff falls in the water, and uh, of course he's dead. Um, the bad guys meet up, and that is our final clip. We asked you to solve the problem, Sam, not create a disaster. Oh. What else could I have done? That shark can't be taken. It's killed my only son. It's destroyed my yacht, my helicopter. What else can I do? Nothing. We've decided to take care of our business here in Hampton Bay by ourselves. 
Are you, are you saying... Hey, Sam, whatever you're thinking, this isn't Chicago, you know. Listen, I brought in these fellas to help us out. These guys are on the ball. They'll take care of this shark. And they can also help us sort out the situation at the aquarium. Listen, hey, when we're done, we won't forget you. <laughs> you can always count on me. Yeah, sure. And of course, it's clear. We'll take the 100,000 reward. Of course. Of course. We'll be seeing you. I only did it for you all. For your well-being. I pity you. Where are you going now? Warn Dad Sorensen. He's the only decent person in his town. You're not going anywhere. Get up there. And you're staying locked up in here until this is over. <laughs> The Cleveland was an oceanographic ship carrying a very special cargo, right? Yep, it ran aground on the sandbanks during a storm and sank. In exactly the same point where we ran into trouble today. But what's the wreck got to do with the shark? That ship was carrying a shark born in captivity. Top secret naval experiments. A death machine trained to attack the enemy. Now, if the theory of territoriality is correct, and I have no reason to doubt it, the wreck of the Cleveland is where that thing lives. And the sea around here is its hunting reserve. Okay, now we're just going to throw in another subplot where the shark was specifically bred in captivity and or may have been scientifically experimented on to be weaponized shark to kill the enemy in the ocean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, welcome to it. <laughs> <sighs> Jesus fucking Christ, this film's making my head hurt. I mean, I think that's why he made it. He Warning. wanted people to have a Cruel jaws may induce vomiting and headaches. <laughs> yeah. Oh, why? Is there a lot of flashing lights? No, no, there's not. So uh, anyway. <laughs> they just threw a bunch of stuff at you and hope you found a story somewhere. Yeah. Here's the story. It's a mafia story. No, it's a kid spring break story. No, it's a shark story. No, it's a science fiction story. It's a science experiment gone wrong story. No, it's a Jaws ripoff. No, it's yeah. all of it. That's Cruel Jaws. It's all of it. Cruel Jaws is all of it. <laughs> when someone says, what type of movie is it? You could just say yes. <laughs> <laughs> it is a film in that it is 90 minutes or more. <laughs> I could I could tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> it has motion picture images shown upon the screen for 90 minutes or more. Therefore, yeah. it is a feature length film. Oh, my good Lord. Yeah. All right. So, okay. Well, the daughter sneaks out after being locked in her room. And uh, the group is talking about uh, blowing up the sunken ship. And that will actually probably kill the tiger shark because that's the tiger shark's home. Um, the asshole's daughter shows up and she warns Hogan's heroes about everything that's happening. Like the guy's coming at him. I love that uh, you told you call that group Hogan's heroes. It's way too late in your notes. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> so, anywho... Uh, they uh, head out to go find Susie because she's hanging out someplace and they're worried about her. Because, you know, when it comes to all this, just leave your daughter who's uh, handicapped just wherever you can. Um, the goons uh, heard all their plans and they get in and they steal the map to where the ship is. They then knock out two guys and take a ship out to water. Um, 
the Hogan's uh, boy, Hogan's heroes are all getting ready to head out. <laughs> and Susie says, when you find that shark, just punch him in the face. And thanks for fucking nothing, Susie. You don't know shit about killing sharks. Swear to God, Susie, if you weren't in that fucking wheelchair. <laughs> and uh, the goons have poison. They're going to try to poison the shark. It's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. And we're going into our final 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, fuck it. Move on. And, okay, sweet. I was about to say, do you really have anything to add here? Yes, fuck it. Move on. <laughs> All right, there we go. Uh, the goons, uh, they're diving around, uh, the, the wreckage and everything. Uh, one gets eaten by the shark. Uh, the other goon, he just starts shooting into the water and then he gets eaten. Um, we get more Star Wars theme music as the Hogan Heroes crew shows up. <laughs> uh, the, uh, boys are putting down depth charges. Then the shark shows up. Hogan starts shooting into the water, trying to find the shark. Uh, the guys all get back except for Bill, who's still down into the water uh another guy goes out for him both guys that get back after setting the last of the charges they set them off the shark blows up uh then uh, the next day everyone enjoys the dolphin doing all its tricks at the water park probably being abused if it doesn't oh the rich asshole uh, uh, presents everyone with the reward, the big check. Uh, he's gonna, uh, he gives it to Hogan, but right before a seal pushes him right back into the water. Let's call back. Everyone laughs. Roll credits. Fuck this fucking movie. Fuck. Uh, I mean, holy shit, man. <laughs> it's so fucking dumb. This is probably it really one of is. the. It's probably one of the dumbest fucking Matei movies we watched so far. That's it's got to be, man. Because at least the Cannibal movie, I hadn't seen Cannibal Holocaust yet, so it didn't rhyme the same way with me. This is the dumbest one so far. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a hodgepodge of all of these various ideas. Like this is uh, the Island of the Dead, where it was like zombies being bred like uh alien creatures oh yeah it's like that level of just nonsensical weird craziness and like normally i would find that enjoyable but in this one it was just it couldn't figure out what it wanted to be and it was literally jumping all these genres depending upon which storyline you were watching and then it got bored with all of those and just throws in this mafia thing to try and bring it all home and add the final chapter of pressure that needs to be to get this shark killed and then they ended up saving the rec center a la the fish fucking prison, for-profit prison of their aquarium by yeah. killing the shark as a group as you so brilliantly labeled them Hogan's heroes. Hogan's heroes, man. They're trying to kill this shark. But they also figured out that this is like some kind of weird science experiment gone wrong from the Navy that got unleashed yeah. whenever the boat fucking sank. And then the military didn't think to come check for the fucking shark when they knew that was probably on board this entire yeah, fucking right? time. Like, okay, <laughs> the more shit you throw at me at this, the less sense your fucking movie makes, man. Uh, no fucking doubt. <laughs> it's super frustrating and it really will piss you off if you try and think about it and make sense of it but that's not what this movie's here for this movie's no. here to make you think about Jaws without actually delivering you Jaws yes exactly that's the Ooh. only reason Cruel Jaws exists that and to fucking laugh at the helicopter shark shit yeah and then we're gonna need a bigger helicopter <laughs> we're gonna need a bigger helicopter yeah <laughs> it's like oh my god you really have no shame do you <laughs> <laughs> 
Just none. I mean, it really always makes you wonder what it was like to be born without shame. And and now we know. It's (laughs) Matei. Well, tell us how you really feel, Matt. Like, I've got nothing else to talk about with this fucking movie. We made it, like, just past an hour. Yeah, with I all have the nothing fucking either. Around. Yeah, I'm, yep. I'm good. I'm. Let's just, we'll get whatever we can out of Psyop News and call it a fucking night. Fucking A. Are you having trouble keeping up with the ebbs and flows of modern geekery? Is the real world holding you back from knowing what is happening in the geeky world? To answer these and other personal problems brought in by your friends, gaming group, and loved ones, Geek Radio Daily presents daily informational sessions brought to you by the wonderful Billy Flynn, the Flynnstress, and podcasting's Rich Siegfried. They contain such helpful segments as history, geek birthdays, box office results, the latest in DVD and Blu-ray, video game and comic releases. Why, they also have a Sweekly show hosted by the wonderful Billy Flynn and the Flynnstress, which includes interviews and commentary. And to make sure you are informed, Geek Radio Daily also provides you with your daily dose of geek news to make sure you know more than that jerk know-it-all Steve. Visit us at geekradiodaily.com. That's right, Geek Radio Daily. All the geek without the weight. Now available in fine Corinthian leather. I had so lack of energy to try and do the show proper after that fucking movie that I didn't even bother introducing the clip, and I think that's going to become my new motif. Instead of <laughs> telling everybody what's fucking coming up, I'm just going to throw it at them like yeah. fucking Bruno Mattei did to us with this fucking movie and not even fucking warn them. Jesus fucking Christ. They made us do this, Court. They made us do this. <laughs> I'm the one that chose it. It's my fault. I take full blame for this. But I will not <laughs> apologize to you or the audience because they seem to like it when we suffer. I know. I really, did, they do. I don't know what we did to the audience, but man, they fucking love it when we're just miserable. <laughs> well, let's try and make them a little happier and give them some news. Our man in the field, Robert. All right. Heterosexual men act differently around women with visibly erect nipples, study indicates. You needed a study to tell you that? I, right? 
2020, psychologists from the State University of New York at Oswego looked at how heterosexual men and women perceived women with nipple erections. In part one of the study, participants were shown randomized slides with two sets of identical pictures of women. Except That's for the my fact fetish. That some of the pictures, some of the women had uh, e- erect nipples. Go jerk off in a Petri dish. Uh, and uh, some didn't. The participants were then asked to rate the photographed women in a series of 16 emotional and physiological states, including positive, negative, and sexually aroused states. I have a ragey direction. To make sure uh, to make sure facial expression cues didn't influence participants, the faces of the women were obscured. While the levels of nipple erectness were scored by independent raters, men and women were more likely to project positive emotions onto photographs of the women with erect nipples. Does this make me gay? While to the surprise of no one, men projected more sexy emotions onto the photos. My HPV will cure what ails you. This is like traces of death <laughs> fucked a porno. Uh, well, oh, gee, now a jizz drinking game. And now part two of the study, published in Evolutionary Behavioral Science, is finally out. And we have more info on the effect of erect nipples on heterosexual men. And it turns out they'll go out of their way to be around them. Shut up. Are you talking about penises? Not right now, but maybe later. In the sequel, the point of nipple erection 2, the effect of nipple erection unintended and expected altruism. Countdown not to lying, the, the team wanted to find out if these perceived emotional states had an effect on the male behavior. For example, the team writes, would men be more willing to assist women with nipple erection as opposed to those without? Put it in the butt! (laughs) 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 Yes, you can't have sex by sticking an erect penis into a vagina. I mean, it's true. I... I'm not like your teacher in health class, but that's how I was told. Why are For you example, in public swimming pools? As before, the heterosexual men were asked to rate pictures of women with and without nipple erections, as well as being asked a range of questions designed to test their change in attitudes, such as whether they would lend her $100, help her if her car was broken down, or provide tutoring sessions. Bathing the male group, virgins? it transpired as much more likely to help women with erect nipples, particularly when, they, when that help would require them to be in close proximity to the woman with erect nipples. That's my fetish. Men perceived women with nipple erection as more deserving of altruism, especially if that altruism involved greater interaction with the woman. And they expected these same women to behave more altruistically towards them. The team wrote in the study of 421 college students. Gotta love a girl who can take a punch. What the fuck? (laughs) They also believe that women with an erect nipple should be included in their social groups. Necrophilia can be overlooked. Meanwhile, heterosexual women did not perceive the women with nipple erections as being more deserving of altruistic behavior. It's they did not want to include them cock. in their social groups. Always looking for Wang. The team notes that the images of women were used were all of attractive women, which could, of course, be open to all sorts of biases, and that no research has been done that includes includes variables such as facial expression cues, nor using photographs of women of different ages and body types. I'm not Woo. kink-shaming you on your death fetish. So there you go, PSYOP world. We learned something today. 
That was a long way to go just to sort of talk around and about erect nipples. Yeah, but this, I mean, they did a full, a two-part study now on it. (laughs) For things that we already knew? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, hey, listen, shit happens. (laughs) (laughs) Sure, a guy is way more apt to give $100 to a lady with erect nipples, particularly if she's offering to sit on his lap for it. Yeah, right, exactly. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Men are pathetic fucking gross dogs. We knew this. Yeah, that's not something we needed to know. Like, like we needed confirmed. I think it was. I think everyone knows that. If you want a fear boner, I mean, we are we, we are really gross. <laughs> All right, let's do one more. So it's not too one short more? of an episode. Yeah. All right. All right. This one's from Cameron. We'll do this one. This one should be fine. I believe that that would be Cameron from Jacked Up Review Show. <laughs> Porn star turns cocaine babe to be deported back to Canada. Yeah. Glamorous cruise ship cocaine importer and export star Isabel Legace is set to be deported back to Canada if she is released at the end of her sentence this weekend. The 28-year-old has been in a, uh, a, a NSW prison since her arrest with fellow French-Canadian Melina, Melina Auberge on the on board the luxury MSC Princess in Sydney in 2016. That or they the just two, had a bukkake mouth party. The two young women who posted Instagram images of themselves at erotic uh, port stops before picking up a 95 kilogram of cocaine in Peru and route to Australia made headlines worldwide with their arrests. This is like traces of death fucked to porno. Australian border force uh, officers detained the gays and Roberts, and then aged. They were then aged 23, and Andre Tamin 67 after boarding the cruise ship at around 6 a.m. on August 28, 2016, finding the drugs in their suitcase. The cocaine was worth around a 21 million dollars. Damn! I make money from my sex work. The three Canadian nationals had sailed here via New York. Colombia, Tahiti, Chile, Peru, and New Zealand. They were part of a seven-member drug cartel aboard the MSC Princess, but they were only ones among the seven associates charged with the drug haul. The women from Quebec had boarded a luxury cruise ship in Southampton in June 2016. They had secretly agreed to become drug mules to pay off major debts occurred back in Canada. This was despite Robert's having worked as an escort for a sugar daddy and Legace posing nude in raunchy photo shoots and performing in videos. This is kind of a sad story, too. I know. Uh, where's all the happy shit? Legace, who pleaded guilty suit after arrest, was sentenced to a maximum of seven years and six months in jail for attempting to traffic 29 kilograms of drugs. However, the North uh, or the NSW District Court judge, Kate Trail, ordered her release after a non-parole period of four years and six months. With time served and backdated to August 28, 2016, this means her release date was February 27th, 2021. She was was expected to be released by the federal attorney general into the custody of the Department of Home Affairs and deported back to Canada. Shoot some fucking ropes. The federal attorney's general office refused to comment on Ms. Legace's case or disclose the details of individual federal offenders and decisions in relation to federal parole matters. You can't pay your bail? Well, I could probably fix that for a blowy. Roberts, who is serving a slightly longer sentence on the same charge 
of attempting to import a commercial quantity of cocaine is due for her release in May. During their court hearings, it emerged that the two women had been lured into making the trip with a first-class cruise tickets worth 20000 plus 6000 spending money and the promise of more money for delivery. So... Uh, let's see here. Where Bears was told she would be acting as a decoy and was motivated to take pictures of myself in exotic locations and post them on Instagram to receive likes. The ship stopped at Bermuda, uh, Panama, and Ecuador when it got to the port of Calo in the Peruvian capital Lima. Four men traveling on board made multiple trips ashore. After that, a Sydney court later heard Robert's and Legace were an in, were an integral part of a floating warehouse of drugs. Of the 29 kilograms of cocaine stashed in the suitcase in the woman's tiny shared cabin, 23 kilograms of it was found to be pure. Stored in his cabin, Andre Tamin had just under 70 kilograms in three suitcases similarly packaged in layers of clipsealed plastic bags tied with masking tape. Roberts would reveal that the two women had been recruited by a sugar daddy who told them that they could earn up to $100,000 if they walked the cocaine through customs undetected. The much older man had engaged in a sexual relationship with Roberts, paying for expenses in in return for her working as an escort. Fucking Jesus. The story goes on forever. They <laughs> don't skip out on the fucking news in Australia. <laughs> no, she has, this is a fucking heavily detailed story. No, right? I mean, they don't skip out. I find that a lot with Australian stories. They don't skip it on the details. She had <laughs> slept with men he introduced her to at nightclubs in Morocco and been excited about taking a luxury cruise when she could not have otherwise afforded it. Roberts and Legace were flown first class to the UK to join the cruise ship and act as glamorous foil for the real business of the drug importation. Unlike Legace, Roberts tried to protest her innocence before the district court, with her lawyer claiming she was unaware of the cocaine in her friend's luggage in the in the cabin they shared. Wow, just trying to dime your friend out. That sucks. But prosecutors argued that Roberts and Legace had jointly occupied their small cabin for 40 days and that she had to have known. Well, what that, if she didn't, though? Yeah, that would be something. That would suck. <laughs> I'm just going to say she probably knew. Um, Roberts was found guilty in district court judge. Kate Trail criticized her as vivacious for one of the motivations the glamour trip receiving likes on Instagram. She was, uh, the judge stated she was seduced by lifestyle and the opportunity to post glamorous Instagram photos from around the world. This highlights the negative influence of social media on young women. Yeah, it has nothing to do with the copious amounts of fucking money they were being paid to smuggle the dope. It's all about the social media. It's all about them likes. He's got to blame something. He can't blame money because money is fucking god on this planet yeah uh melina Roberts was sentenced to a slightly longer jail term than lagasse who was released is due to an early guilty plea with the younger woman due for deportation after may 27th this year the maximum penalty for importing commercial quality of cocaine a federal offense in australia is life imprisonment lagasse's maximum sentence will expire in february 2024 and finally at the end of that well that almost pads out the episode enough but it also makes it to where i give less of a fuck so here's the ending show all right and other poor sex dudes <laughs> if you enjoyed this show then make sure you check out the other great shows on the legion podcast network like cinema psyops cinema beef devour the podcast duncan and Bo come correct exploding heads horror movie podcast friday the 13th get slayed the hell mean power hour hello this is the doom show hero hero ghost show Kill the Cast, Underwater Kaiju from Outer Space, Jerry Hates Action, 
Legion After Dark, Mental Health, Obsessive Cinema, Discourse, Pick 6 Movies, The Podcast by the Cemetery, The Podcast on Haunted Hill, The Psycho Semantic Podcast, Rick Radio, House of Wax, Dude Looks Like the 80s, Rabbit and Red Radio, The Shadecast, Short Bus Cinema, Two Drink Minimum Commentaries, The VD Clinic, Who Will Survive Horror Podcast, and Witch vs. the Doomsday Clock. With such a widespread of shows, there is guaranteed to be a niche for you to fall in love with. Horror, politics, movies, books, sex, music, commentaries, health, video games, kaiju, action, news, comedy, and opinions that would most likely get you killed in some parts of the world. We are proud to bring you some of the best podcasting in the world. Check us out at www.legionpodcast.com, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, YouTube, and any other dark corner of the internet where podcasts can be found. gonna fucking wrap up the 292nd consecutive week of cinema psyops right there that's gonna be the end of it all right yeah. there other than the oh. fact that we have to talk about other stuff and then it's really the end of the episode it's all over well if you'd like to find all the previous 291 possible incidents of me openly mocking joel McHale and how much i hate that guy's smug ass face that's available on our main show landing and or launching page, legionpodcast.com forward slash cinema dash psyops. See, I may have dropped it, but I had to bring it back at the episode. Yeah, you got to bring it back. I got to keep that thread, man. I got to keep yeah. that thread. Got to keep going with the fact that you hate Joe McHale. <laughs> That'll probably get us yet another ban on Facebook. Hey, listen, our Facebook group is getting bot scrubbed like a motherfucker, and they're going after anything having to do with serial killers for some reason and calling really? it, yeah, calling it like uh, promoting violence or some shit. So, watch out for that heads Jesus. up folks yeah so our cinema yeah. psyops facebook group look out for that shit when you're posting it even like a year ago people are still getting busted wow that's poor shit fuck you facebook yeah i can't boost posts or go live for 60 days matt whatever will i do i don't know you're, you're just gonna die now <laughs> I'm available there as court psyops, but fuck knows for how long. I mean, would we have more fun on, like, fucking Snapchat or some shit? Jesus Christ. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we gotta just, maybe I gotta make an Instagram account. We gotta just move it to the gram. I don't know. Fucking something. Jesus Christ. Well, Matt's still available there as Matt Psyop. Yes. You can email suggestions of apps you think we should jump on to Matt, psyopmatt at gmail.com. <laughs> But make sure you CC court because Matt doesn't check his email. That's cinemasyopscourt at gmail.com. And if you suggest parlor, we're, we're, we're banning you. <laughs> 
Yeah, we will probably stop talking to you if you openly yeah. suggest Parlor and very seriously mean you think we should be on Parlor. Because no, yeah. no, it's a hard pass. You can tweet a couple of tweets on the Pornbot-filled shitfest that is gloriously showing shots of vagina your way for free. I'm, that is known as Twitter. <laughs> I'm available there as at court underscore psyop, also known as the dirty fucking old man who won't stop talking about that. Ah, he's, also, he's also available there as PSYOP Matt doing the exact same fucking thing and letting me take all the blame. You're not old. I mean, you're a dirty man, but you're not old. I also have a presence on Instagram as cinema underscore PSYOPs. That is the main dropping page for the memes that I repurpose there for all of you. That's where you're going to find it. I do share it to the Facebook page, but who knows for how long until the next thing I do that violates their community standards for some reason. Woo! Well, while you're out there disrupting the standards of your community, kick the fuck out of this weekend. Make it your bitch. Not much. All right. You're coming through from Skype. It's recording. I'm recording. And now I'm recording. One, two, three. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that's one way to make sure that you're definitely listening to whatever it is that I'm playing. <laughs> yeah. The other way of doing that is to play something I know that will upset you. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> you're like, dude, we just started recording. Don't be a dick. Okay, you said you recorded. You hit the clap. We're good to go. Um, yeah, so your waveform looks good? Yeah, yeah, everything looks right. All right, just wanted to make sure it's recording the actual snowball because it happened once and I can't forget. Yes, exactly. One time where I noticed right away I wasn't recording with the snowball and you just can't let it go. That's <laughs> the way my brain works. I want to make sure every time. That's the anxiety. Actually, it's weird. I'm kind of the same way about shit when it happens because I always check that fucking thing now every time. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's start this episode and uh, get this over with. Yeah, <laughs> here we go. Fuck I've had this. seven dicks inside of me. Whoops. <laughs> Would have been better than what I just went through watching this fucking movie. Oh please. Warning. <laughs> Then all that shit happens. Then the title of the film. Tell me again how this does not have Joel McHale's punchable face all over it. Dude, seriously, what happened with you and Joel McHale? Did you, I like, just fucking... have nothing else to talk about, goddammit, so I'm going to take this line. Just Did go you with me on was this. It like, was there like a like, fucking, you go through your Netflix account, you just saw fucking Community, and you're like, oh, fuck you, Joe McHale. Well, I did recently rewatch Community, but that was like months and months ago. I just literally have nothing to go else to go on, and I just thought of the most punchable face I could. Awesome. All right. I mean, I'm for it. I mean, I don't care. You hate whoever you want. I, 
I got really no problems with that. See, now I'm going to have to cut out this whole entire subroutine, and that's going to just completely shorten the thing and make me sound like I'm just pissed off and here's the trailer. So <laughs> now what are we going to do? <laughs> nah, you don't have to. Keep all this shit because it's going to go well. All right. Like I said, so, we got nothing else to talk about. Exactly. I fucking hate everything right now. Why are we doing this to ourselves? What is this? Why Matei? <laughs> Uh, I hate to tell you this, but I looked at a Wikipedia entry for the films that Bruno Mattei has directed, uh-huh. and I'm going to start including films that he co-directed but got no credit for. So there's a lot of Joe Diamato in your future, and the uh-huh. list for Mattei is exponentially longer than I thought it was, Matt, so we're nowhere near done with March Mattei. It's officially I, staying in March from now on. I have no idea why you got to be like this. I, I just thought, you know, we, we were friends, but fuck it, I guess. I, I guess <laughs> Pay I guess me back not. the money you owe me for that fucking recorder you lost that you still haven't paid me back, and we'll talk about being friends again. <laughs> okay, I'll PayPal that to you. Uh, <laughs> wait, will they get me out of Matei? Maybe March Matei, but not completely out of Matei. Uh, well, then I don't know. <laughs> it's a start to at least get Matei away from March. Yeah. Yeah, all right. I get that. Uh, that, that. That will actually help a little bit. So, um, fuck great. <laughs> it's more enjoyable to fuck around than to talk about this movie. I We're know. not going to get done if we keep this up. I know. Oh, Jesus Christ. If you're a drinking man, every time someone says something about the regatta on whether or not they should have the regatta, I, you do fuck. a shot, you might enjoy this movie a hell of a lot more. Listen, my liver's pretty tough, but I, I don't know all about that. It's like uh, the game I used to play where it's when you watch a George Romero film, you take a drink of whatever your favorite drink is for every zombie that's on screen for the entire time that they're on screen. Oh, holy Jesus Christ. Or it's like the time I uh, did a drinking game when the movie Twister. And anytime you saw a Twister or someone said the word Twister or any mention of Tornado whatsoever, you had to take a drink. <laughs> Jesus Christ, yeah, that's just as bad as the zombie one. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I literally tried that once. It's it's not a smart idea. I wouldn't suggest it. <laughs> still a better time than watching Cruel There's still Jaws a better sober. time than watching fucking Cruel Jaws Sober, though. You're right about that. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't want any of this. I didn't ask for it. <laughs> I would say I'm sorry, but the fact that you hate it this much is making it a good episode. I'm starting to become like Rambo. We didn't draw first blood. You want a movie review? You'll get a movie review. Don't push it. Yeah, it was one of the seals because this is a motif that they, not motif, but this is something that they bring back. It would be a motif if someone knew how to handle motifs, but this is Bruno Mattei, so it's definitely not that. It's just they brought it back. People didn't know how to spell motifs. Fuck, I don't know how to spell motif. I'm not going to hold that against somebody else. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's true, neither do I, but I thought we'd be cool and just fucking... I'm not going to dime somebody out for something I'm also guilty of, for fuck's sakes. I think you would. I think you definitely would, (laughs) depending on the person. You Um, just proved my point on whether or not you would. Yeah, yeah, well, I know I would. I know I would, but I never claimed to be a better person than that. I never said I was a good person. All I ever claim is that I'm a better person than you. (laughs) I mean, that's not hard. I'm just saying... (laughs) <laughs> you set the bar low so you feel good when you achieve it. Yeah, see? I'm just saying. <laughs> Fuck, uh, we're never going to get this done. we got to stop fucking right. around. Because now she's concerned because she hasn't heard from him because things didn't go her way once. Uh, Sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> uh, what I meant for her, Jesus. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't making a generalization. Yeah.
Like, yeah. if he meant for this to be this bad, he's a genius. But I know he didn't, so. He thought this was just really good film. Well, oh, I doubt that. Really good film. No, he, yeah, he, he, he thought, he this, thought was, this was good enough for getting money. Yeah, he, he thought this was passable for two idiots to talk about years later on a podcast. You know, I wouldn't doubt that. <laughs> that, that, could, that could be, yeah, the God's honest truth. Hogan shoots, um, uh, yeah. Hold on, sorry. Now I can't even read my own handwriting. That's great. <laughs> I was getting so late into this goddamn film, I, my fucking nose just like, I'm done. <laughs> um, this comes from our man in the field, Robert. All right. Sorry, I had to take a drink. That's okay. Heterosexual. I'm just, I'm just super happy you, like, fucking didn't include the last name for once. You actually learned. Right. Yeah. All right, let's do one more so it's not too one short more? of an episode. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right, then this one's uh, from our guy Pete. I believe if that's the one I'm thinking of, then that may be the Pete from Good Beer, Bad Movie Night. But if it's not, right. then I'm going to give a drop to that podcast anyway because there is a Pete there. All right. Uh, man propped dead wife on sofa in front of kids while they open Christmas presents, prosecutors say. Oh, good. Finally, a happy thing to talk about. Hey, bro, <laughs> I can't get it up. America is a bunch of cunts. Listen, the cool, funny, happy news is really thin right now, all right? All we have is really horrific shit. Scoutmaster Lewis, no! All right. Anaheim, California. A prosecutor says a Southern California man killed his wife. Oh, shit. I thought maybe she just died. Man, Ooh. that's just the worst hand job ever. Oh, man. Um, Hold on. And Matt is backing out of PSYOP News in a first. He's not going to push the article forward. I don't, I don't, uh, yeah, I don't think we should. My baby <laughs> gets stabbed and I come like that. Because that's, um, oof. <laughs> that's, that's rough. That's a rough one to read. So uh, you're on. okay with him propping up the dead body if she just died in her sleep, but you're not okay with the fact that he murdered his wife and then displayed her corpse for her kids on Christmas. Yeah, one might seem like he's trying to be sweet. The other one seems a bit more sinister. I would argue it's sinister regardless, but fair enough. Well, I mean, but at least, like, in the other one, you could say he was, I don't, I don't know, fuck it. It just, it, yeah, it just does, okay? Okay. <laughs> You were thinking uh, it was going to be Weekend at Bernie's, and it turns out it's more yeah. like Ted Bundy's Christmas. Exactly. And I just was like, all right. Disrupting the standards of your community. Kick the fuck out of this weekend. Make it your bitch. I had nothing else. I'm like, I whatever. I thought they're gonna do. Uh, kick the fuck out of Joe McHill's face. And this week, and make it your bitch. I don't hate him that much. I just don't you think he has a really fucking smug, punchable face though? Oh, I mean, he's arrogant to the next fucking level. But I, I think he's actually kind of funny. So that's just me though. <laughs> you will forgive all if they're funny. Yes. Yeah, I'll, I'll forgive people, you know, having a fucking horrendous face. And the poor guy had to deal with Chevy Chase, so fuck. What, I mean, what more do you ask? 
<laughs> he also got to hang out with Donald Glover, so that kind of balances it out. Yeah, that does true. He did get to hang out with Donald Glover, and that was fucking... I bet that was the shit, so... Are you still recording? Uh, not anymore. No, I'm done. <laughs>